I am a compulsive overeater in my when I'm in my disease, um, and that means uh, volume, 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 <laughs> volume. It also means um, uh, just eating compulsively. In other words, uh, before a feeling makes itself known. That's my. I, I know that now. I didn't know that then necessarily. I it wasn't have a feeling stuff my face. It was before it ever had a chance to manifest. You know? And um, also uh, uh, trying to control my weight. Right. The great uh, obsession was to be able to do that, and um, yet try to control my weight and still eat, eat, eat. So that meant a lot of foods that um, non-compulsive readers might consider healthy foods. Um, and it included uh, exercise bulimia, really battering my body with exercise in order to control my weight, not in order to be um, healthy or strong. Um, and, uh, and it manifests, you know, I know now um, uh, the body obsession and the dysmorphia, powerless over it, um, it, it would be a response to, for example, uh, finding out my mother was terminally ill. It's pretty easy to see now the insanity of if I can just make my body look a certain way, everything will be all right. So I'm a crier, by the way. <laughs> That's just who I am. So um, I also brought pictures. So um, this is just pick this what I was like at various times in my disease. No before or after. I'm in the polka dots. Um, <laughs> someone saw this picture and said, well, you just haven't lost the baby weight. That's not my baby. I've never had a baby. Um, here we go. Uh, there's what I look like at one point. You know, I've looked a lot of different ways um, while still, you know, I've been thin while in the food. Um, I'm really good at manipulating, <laughs> really good at manipulating, period. So there's that. Um, and my story includes relapse. Uh, about five years now. I came in when I was 42. I'm 55 now. And um, I'm so grateful, you know, thanks to... Um, Continuing spiritual awakening, that is the result of continuing to work the step, being willing to live in the solution, whether or not I get there, just surrender, 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 being willing to not engage in my alcoholic food behaviors, whether or not I have the ability. That's how I got out of relapse is... Um, you know, I found a sponsor who had what I wanted. And for me, it turns out uh, the solution is just very much outlined in the big book of Alcoholics Anonymous. Um, that's my story. So, um, and as I, I heard for years but didn't hear in uh, the frequently read Our Invitation to You, um, Near the end of what's read in a lot of meetings is, um, you know, through working the steps, the symptom of compulsive overeating uh, is removed on a daily basis. 
from this vantage point, then I begin the 12 step journey to a greater, more fully, fully realized living experience. So for me, the steps are about the way I live my life every day, both today, right now, <laughs> you know, imperfectly, the way I live my life every day, day in, day out, both feed in my number one priority is being willing to do what my higher power would have me do uh, or not do. And that includes being willing to feel any of the feelings, any of the emotions that come up. And so the last thing I want to say about the physical aspect of my disease is, you know, we hear it's physical, emotional, and spiritual. Um, For me, they're not separate at all. And um, the physical manifestation of my disease and my physical recovery isn't what my body looks like. That's an effect, like an alcoholic's liver clearing up when uh, she puts down the drink. For me, the physical manifestation of my recovery is not engaging in my addiction. That's my recovery. Um, Right. Um, I don't do these things out of virtue or being better than anyone else. I do them out of... I, I... at this point, because I want to. I didn't. <laughs> it's hard. It hurts um, sometimes. Um, uh, I had to, but now I want to. And, you know, there's shit going on outside my hula hoop, which is very upsetting. Pardon my language. Um, also, there's a lot, as I recover, there's a lot coming up from within. The food was about was my way of coping with pain. I wasn't conscious of that, right? Um, so, thank you. I was in a lot of pain. And I continue, I think of recovery as a thawing out process. Um, that's really helpful to me. As I thaw, I become more aware of more of me. And my goal, the name of the game, as Abba would say, is... Um, to become closer to the ideal of my unfractured self, which is me just bonded with my higher power. Who I happen to call God, because it's super convenient. Glasses. So here's what I want to say about step nine. Number one, I find it to be the most simple of all the steps. The steps that we read in the meetings, for me, are just an outline. They're just an outline, quick bullet points of what the process is, right? And I absolutely 100% wouldn't go in without exquisite sponsorship. And um, and I don't advocate that for anybody else, but that's not my business. We all have our process. Of all the steps, step nine is the clearest. Made direct amends, direct amends, wherever possible, Except there's one exception to that. When to do so would injure um, that that person or someone else, and um, it's as simple as that. Uh, early on in my recovery, it seemed much more complicated. But over the years, 
um, I've had a much more thorough understanding of the preceding steps, a much more thorough experience of the preceding steps. Um, Step nine is uh, a result, natural result of all the preceding steps. And the key to step nine is a absolutely thorough step eight. And an understanding that uh, there's a big fucking difference between willing and wanting. <laughs> and um, it's really important for me to understand how to surrender results. I'm not in the results business. I'm in the footwork business uh, with, with guidance, guided footwork business, not the results business. So... Um, so what does the word direct mean? To mean it means uh, face-to-face whenever possible. It means distilled. The, the wording of what I'm going to say is distilled and direct. There's not a lot of explanation. It's as simple as, you know, Trish, um, I snapped at you earlier. You didn't deserve that. I'm working on that. I won't do that anymore to the best of my ability. The end. Um, And not explaining why. Unless she, I mean, if she wants to have a conversation about it, that's not part of my ninth step amends. That, you know, it's as simple as that. Um, And then the other part, an amend is an apology. I hear a lot in meetings, and I'm sure I've done it, like when I missed a service position, oh, I need to make amends to the group. That's an apology. If I haven't worked steps, uh, you know, one through eight, I'm not making an amends to the group. I'm just acknowledging I made a mistake, which, as the great philosopher Mr. T would say, um, you know, the only thing perfect is God. I don't have to be perfect. Step nine and step ten teach me that in order to get out there in life, I have to, I'm a human. I'm going to make mistakes. So it's just a way to, to, clean it up with lots of help. So I'm just going to talk a little bit about um, some of my step nine experience um, and just say that uh, oh, the other thing the great philosopher Mr. T said, you know, we practice these principles in all our affairs. Practice doesn't make perfect. Practice makes better. I love Mr. T. Okay, so um yeah, so my first round of amends, uh, there were quite a few monetary amends to me. And, um, you know, uh, I got to work through uh, having stolen food from Safeway, uh, which was real near my house. And I just want to say about that, too, you know, denial is so powerful because there was part of me aware I was eating while I was in the store. I was eating. Because turns out the food in the bins isn't free. <laughs> it's not free. Huh? Um, and uh, it didn't matter that the person who accepted my check didn't understand what I was doing. You know, um, I've heard other people share that uh, that at that particular Safeway, there are people who really understand uh, because it's right by Our Lady of Safeway. And so there's a lot of amends made to that Safeway. Um, I owed. Oh, this is a really important. Right. The big book teaches me that when it comes to step nine, there aren't any rules. There aren't, you know, there are a lot of questions raised in that section of the big book. And the, the response to that is, by now, we, we 
it's a case-by-case conscious contact. I get direction. I talk it over with people, and I get clear direction from my higher power. Again, the steps are in order for a reason. Um, I owed so much money in back taxes. Uh, I have paid it off one day at a time. You know, how did I pay that enormous amount of money? One day at a time. I happen to have no debt today. No debt. Um, And so, um, you know, I had to be clear who my higher power was and wasn't. When I, with, with a lot of help, came up with a payment plan that I could um, make regular payments, which wouldn't cause me to further debt, um, I presented that number to the IRS, and they said, no, we will not accept it, and you have to pay this. And I thought, well, okay. The direction I got from my higher power was stick to your plan and see what happens. Turns out they never turned down a check that I sent them. And uh, one day at a time, I paid off my debt. Uh, Finally, I just want to address the experience of making an amends and having someone else take my inventory. Uh, The experience... I won't use the colloquially expression of what they, they ripped me something. But um, so here's the thing about having run a thorough step four, step five, six, seven. I know myself so well right now. And this was an amends I made to somebody for a wrong done quite a while before, but I had opportunity to interact with this person. And I, I apologized and he just found so many faults with me and I wasn't remotely blindsided by anything he had to say. It was just, I felt very connected to my higher power. I was able to just keep my mouth shut and but in my head go, yeah, that's about right. But that's true. No, no, that's his perception. That's not true. You know, and just like run it through and, you know, God, we can take these things under consideration later. And then just, you know, over time, that relationship improved. But it took time. And I'm not in the results business, you know. Um, And the last thing I will talk about, as my clock says 14 seconds, I'm just going to stop that and say that... um, one of the hallmarks of my disease as a compulsive overeater uh, is unconsciously mostly self-neglect, self-neglect. And um, I have learned, for me, um, you know, you hear people talk about um, making amends to oneself. Um, I don't do that the way I work step nine for other people. But I will say that um, self-care is a reflection for me. Self-care is a reflection of my acceptance of God's love for me. Thanks for letting me share.